The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Well, another dog took a trip around the sun, Mr. Blake Renegar, the heavyweight champ of the real takes. He's 21 years old. Well, with a couple of years experience, you know, Blake and Amari, they share the same birthday, but Amari's number two in the field. Well, Blake and this podcast are number one in our hearts. So grab your drinks, grab your snacks, and let's hear some of Blake's great takes. Go Brownies. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, and Josh All. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Thank you, Kenny Mack, for that intro. It's the first time I heard him. I'm having a hard time not getting choked up right now. I see the water in the eyes. Happy yeah. belated. Yep. You're too kind, man. You're too kind. Um, and I don't need, I've had enough snacks. So, but you guys can get yours if you'd like. Um, as you can see, John's still missing ever since he disappeared in a puff of smoke last episode. Yeah. He's kind of been AWOL. So if you guys see John, let him know that he's got a show to do. He's not getting paid for today. Um, right. He's not on salary. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get your answers on the show, say something nice about me. Uh, head to the dogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu. Uh, today we're going to get into the Deshaun uh, Watson news that broke today, some news about a possible new Brown Stadium, a few other things. Um, but before we do, remember you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. If you prefer to just listen to the show, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Lastly, if you're looking for more content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. We're getting closer to fantasy football season. I think we should be able to have three or four leagues on there. You get an extra episode every week. We have uh, Music Mondays that I started, and I actually remember this week. Well, kind of Kenny. I was going to say kind of remember. Kenny texted me. He was like, hey, man, you going to do this post? So if you guys don't know this, he's like the the fifth member of this show, (laughs) uh, proxied through Canada. Um and then you got we got threads on there all the time, people talking, people all over the world are in this thing. So if you're looking for more direct access to us, you want to meet more Browns fans from all over, jump in there. It's super fun for everybody. Um, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. So we had a whole show lined up today, and then a bunch of news dropped. We had to scrap it and start over. Uh, obviously, the big news that everybody's going to be talking about, Deshaun Watson settles 20 of the 24 civil cases that were being filed against him. Uh, what do you guys think of it? What do you think it means for a suspension? Um, I know we got a voicemail coming up. I don't know if we want to talk about it first or if you want to play the voicemail first. Um, why don't we Why don't we talk about it a little bit okay. and we can play the voicemail. Sounds good. Yeah. So what are you guys' thoughts? What you, first of all, were you surprised he settled? Yes. Yeah. I, I am surprised that he settled. 
So I'm, I don't even know where to start with this. Uh, I'm trying to like get my best views on everything, but like to me for weeks and months and years, he's been saying, you know, I'm, I'm innocent. I'm going to clear my name. Um, I'm not going to settle. I'm going to fight to clear my name. I'm being wrongfully accused. Like, and, and I'm saying when I read all these, like the, the cases and stuff, like to me, it, it, it's a little fictionalized. It feels like it feels a little bit, you know, I don't think that I need to know that he has a Rolls Royce that he pulled up in like things like that. But like to me, and I told these guys earlier, I think the national perception and then, you know, even some Browns fans are going to feel like, well, why are you settling? And then why are you settling? And it's got to be, you know, what do they call it? Where you can't talk about it. Confidential. Yeah. Confidential, you know, confidentiality or whatever. So for me, you know, I don't know if there's something else going on where maybe, you know, I don't think the NFL is saying, hey, if you settle, we're going to help you out here. Because I think after you guys read that article, the NFL isn't trying to do any favors for Deshaun Watson. It no. sounds like they, they're they coming fire and brimstone at him. So I, I th- at first I was surprised that he settled until – and I was a little bummed too because I was looking forward to him, like taking it to him in court. Yeah. But then I started thinking about it a little bit more and I thought – Everybody who thinks he's guilty, no matter what he did, if he would have won all 24 cases, they still just would have thought he was guilty. That's fair. It, it would have done nothing. So just get just get it over with. Just get rid of it. Smooth just forward. Because yeah. doing the um, settling does not mean guilty or liable. It does not. No. People settle all the time because they don't want to deal with it. And again, it would not do anything. Even if he beat them all, people would still say he was guilty. Literally two grand juries didn't press criminal charges and you still say he's guilty. So right. nothing he would have done would have changed the perception of that. Remember what we learned about civil cases too. Like even if somebody's found liable, it's only it's only a little over what is it, fifty one percent? Yeah. It's not like what was it the uh, the burden of proof burden is beyond proof, a yeah. reasonable doubt in criminal Correct. cases. So yeah, th- there's that side of it too. I think the NFL said, "Hey man, you can't play this year with this going on." Settle these cases, and we'll we'll work on a suspension. I think. That he, because of settling, I'm thinking like four, eight games max. That's exactly where I landed on this too. I, as soon as I saw this, I thought, okay, this definitely had to do with possible suspension. I'm sure there was pressure from probably the team too saying, you know what? Because even Angeline Adams, when we had her on a few months or a month ago or whatever, said the same thing that the team might even get in there and say, hey, we kind of need this to go away. Yeah. yeah. It's a dark, like, dark cloud. We don't want the announcer talking about this every time you throw a touchdown. Correct. So, um, yeah, I think the league was like, listen, if you don't settle, okay, good for you, but you're not playing while this is going on. And on the flip side, if you settle, they might be saying they're pushing for a year, but it's all for optics. They want to look like they're trying to be hard. Yeah. And then the NFLPA is going to push for zero, and they're going to meet somewhere in the middle. Um, there was talks, you know, there's wording in the bylaws of the league. For and I'm sure a lot of people have seen this that owners are to be held to a higher standard than the players. Yes, so the, the, it's been it's been reported that the NFLPA is ready. If the league tries to throw the hammer on them, they're going to fight it tooth and nail. Like, listen, Bob Kraft, literal video evidence. This dude getting tugged, uh, for lack of a better <laughs> wait, term. Way well, to clean her yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Way to do that uh, PG version of it. Thank legit you. video evidence. It's on camera. Nothing happened to him. No. Mm-mm. not He didn't even get a fine, I don't think. I'd have to look it up. I don't want to speak out of turn. If he did get fined, let me know. But either way, it was 
Slap or wrist, minuscule nothing. nothing. Most. Yeah. What yes. about Daniel Snyder for Washington? Yeah, like, it John just... Gruden got fired from his <laughs> a job that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, right. And he's scot free, nothing. And then Jerry Jones yes. is also under the uh, uh, gun for this. And it's just like they're, the NFLPA is going to say, "Listen, you got three owners here who've honestly there's way more evidence of wrongdoing on their end, and you let them off with nothing." How are you going to punish this guy for a whole year when there was no criminal cases, no nothing, no no evidence? No evidence, yeah. So I, I look for them to fight that hard, and I look for them to settle somewhere in like the eight, six to eight and then to get appealed down and be like four to six. Yeah, I think that sounds pretty reasonable. I think, I think some people immediately, once they heard this news, thought, oh, God, he's going to be gone for the year. Complete opposite, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, mm. me too. Complete opposite. I thought, okay, th- this just means we're going to have him this year. Yeah, and you know, I was having a little bit of a little bit of an argument earlier with somebody about you know whether or not he's guilty of of all the things and and this and that. And I said, well, at this point, there is still, like you said, no evidence. Zero. There's zero evidence that anything that's been alleged actually happened. Now, whether you think that okay, it probably did happen or it didn't, whatever. That's your that's your personal opinion on the matter. But it doesn't prove anything as far as legal goes. No, I ha- I had somebody on, I forget, it was either YouTube or Twitter or something, trying to compare. They said, well, there was no evidence against OJ, and we all know he did it. Guys, this is different. there was that lots is- of evidence yes. against OJ. It So much, it went to trial. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's And it's also well known, it's one of the most botched trials in criminal law history, in the history of the country. So it's nothing the same. There. There's zero evidence. They wouldn't even go to a trial in this case. OJ had a full trial on display for the whole country. It's not even comparable. And the thing that I keep arguing, too, is I know what the allegations are against Deshaun, and I know what his response about them are, is that to try to keep it PG, things were consensual in these situations. And the things that happened in those situations, if they were consensual, they're not illegal. Correct. They're not illegal. You can do those things. It's totally cool. Into the people saying, well, it's at least it worth soliciting prostitution, not if he still got a massage. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If 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 you're if that's your goal, but you still received the massage, you paid for the massage, you got the uh, the rest after. That's not illegal. Now, if you showed up and you just gave her money and did the deed, that's prostitution. That's not what anybody's accusing him of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not illegal. So, in in I mean, I'm not going to say just because some people are doing it, it means it's okay for him to do it. But, again, Bob Kraft's on video just. Yeah, and I think that's important. To, I mean, not to make light of the situation. We said that last week. I mean, yeah, everything that's absolutely. been accused is absolutely horrible if it's true. But, again, we can't sit here and say it is. Or, you know I, what I mean? I, I've, we've seen enough people get their their reputation destroyed, their careers. You know, people get canceled off of TV shows and movie sets and all these kinds of things over accusations. Yeah, and like Mike Florio is trying to say he shouldn't be allowed to play until all this is done. And I'm like, well, what if he – so you're going to put his career on hold for two, three, four years, and what if he wins every case? And he already put his career on hold yeah, for so, yeah, a whole year. A whole I know, year. you know. If he were to, if the NFL were to do that and then he win, he won every case, he would sue the NFL so hard for, for lost – for damages. Absolutely. He would own the NFL. So, you know, I, I know a lot of people today were saying, you know, well, he settled that, you know, that it is like admission of guilt or whatever. So no. I, I just was looking up some stuff. Just why would people settle 
you mm-hmm. know, rather than go to trial. And some of the reasons in most cases, it's much, Angeline said this, it's less expensive to settle than to actually go through with the trial. Trials are stressful. Civil suits can sometimes or typically take up to three to four years to be resolved. Yeah. Oh, because great. even if a defendant is found liable, they can appeal and go through the process again. So are we really going to string this out? Like you said, for multiple years, settling is often more appealing to the plaintiff. Uh, there's no guarantee that they're going to win in court. Judge can dismiss evidence. Witnesses can be deemed unreliable. And even if the defendant is found liable, no guarantee the money awarded will be more than what the settlement would have been. And settling, it actually said on this law site I was reading, it removes the question of liability. It doesn't determine it. If the parties settle, no one is found liable or not liable. And, and let's be honest, the the lawyer, the attorney, Busby, he did not want this to go to trial. No. <laughs> he, he was most likely going to get obliterated. And I think that's... We kind of talked, speculated that that's why it was such a large number. Yes. Right? Why he was piling it on. He was pushing yeah. for this settlement. Well, one, he just lined his pockets. He, all these people who are saying he's fighting for these women, he probably just made 10 times more money than any of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're all getting peanuts compared to what this guy, I don't know if you guys have seen this guy's, like, uh, net worth and house. This dude's insanely rich. Well, the little bit of research <laughs> I did on him when I, you know, a few months ago and I did the whole Deshaun legal situation back then yeah he it's let's not pretend like this guy's some white knight trying to just rescue and save people this guy's a sleazy lawyer he's trying to line his pockets with millions of dollars um do you want to play that voicemail sure if i can pull it up here we go hey dog this is your favorite man the brown tiger let's just say watson has suspended eight games because of the allegations regardless if he's found liable or not with the league think about the strength of schedule and say, you know, yes, we're going to suspend you eight games, but Watson will get to play the first eight games, and we're going to suspend you for the last eight games because the last eight games of the season is one of our hardest parts of the season. Do you think they would do that? Can the NFL do that? Well, one uh, short answer, whether they can or they can, the answer is no. Right. right. That's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is no. They would not do that. First of all, um, I don't even know if they can do it. And second of all, don't let the NFL fool you. They don't care. <laughs> they, they just have to look like they care. Yeah. It's a bit. They want to make their billions of dollars. And you know what's good for TV money? Deshaun Watson playing, making a playoff push and playing into the playoffs. Absolutely. Don't yep. let the NFL fool you. This, this is, is entertainment. This is the same league that gave Ray Rice a two-game suspension, even though they saw the video. <laughs> That's right. There and was d- a little and, bit of evidence on and that one. didn't do anything about it until the video became public and it made them look bad, and then it became a big deal. They saw the video and only mm-hmm. gave them two games. Okay, so don't let the NFL fool you. They don't care. They let Randy Gregory play football. That's true. Or Ray Rice. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, or not Ray Rice, uh, Ray Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly murdered somebody. Yeah. So don't don't let they're not they don't care about um these women. They don't care about any of it. They just want to make it look like they care. So it's about the money. I just to me the only way I could see this going like where how he says it if like week eight they go Sean Watson you're suspended eight games. That's the only way that, that plays <laughs> like out for me. Like they're like we're holding on to this and. We've decided that we are going to suspend you for eight games. I think if they decide, hey, you're suspended for eight games, it's right then and there, week one to, you know, week eight, that's it. You know, depending – what's our buy? I can't even remember off the top of my head. It's, it's somewhere like, like seven or eight, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere seven, eight, nine. I mean, nine, yeah. Like so, I mean, I 
I understand the the question. I just don't. I just like you said. I just don't think they care really about the strength of schedule. Like, I just to me, if they did that, the players association would be like, "Are you serious right now?" <laughs> and I, if I was like the Haslam's or even like you know Browns ownership, Browns anything, I'd be like, "Yeah, no." Yeah, the, the, I don't think people understand like how um, big and strong of an organization the NFLPA is. Yeah, I mean that's a, it's like one of the biggest unions. You know that. Yeah. Like they got a lot, they got good lawyers. Yeah, the best and a lot of money. Yes, they're so, also tied into the NFL, which <laughs> is bringing in lots of money. So yeah, they they the NFL can't be, um, they can't just go and make it up as they go along. The NFL PA would never do that. And again, they want Deshaun playing at the end of the year. Yeah. So really, with the news that came out today, plus what everything you guys said about like the owner situation that have happened in the past, we're pretty much ruling out that. Year long suspension, right? I mean, I don't. I don't I, go ahead. You're bro. not gonna roll it out. No, I don't no. think. I think it would be almost impossible for them to get the year. I think if they're trying to, if they're saying, "Hey, we want to suspend him for the year," they will do everything they can to try to suspend him for the year. But my counter argument for that is the players' association. I think will appeal that. Uh, Deshaun's camp is going to appeal that. The Browns will appeal that, and then. To me, if you're going to hit him for a whole season, which it doesn't even come down to the NFL anyway, you know, like. No, it's this third party. Right. Now she can make the recommendation, and then right. as long as it's more than zero, then Roger Goodell can do whatever he wants. Right. So I think that, you know, honestly to me, I think that if they do try to do a season, I think you meet somewhere in the middle, and it's going to be 8 to 10. I think 8 to 10. And I, to, to me, you know, 8 to 10 would be – super damaging to the Brown season. I mean, I think that would be enough to really it would cripple the season for us. I, I have think, people trying to tell me it's going to be two years. I'm like, guys, no, uh, it's not. Because of the Bauer? Because yeah, of the Bauer it case? It has nothing to do. And yeah, it's again, completely different. Zero evidence. That's the thing. And that's, <laughs> that's what I keep trying to tell people is if you're going to suspend Deshaun Watson for a year or two years on accusations, how are you going to handle the next case that has evidence? Well, yeah. You're yeah, going to suspend a guy for five years? Yeah. And I keep ending? seeing I, what a reinstatement do? too, like, oh, he's going to have to reinstate into the NFL. And I'm like, no, and they're like Miles Garrett had to. And I'm like, well, if Miles Garrett would have hit that dude with the other side of his helmet, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be dead. Yeah. We wouldn't <laughs> be talking about, oh man, that that's a crazy picture that you can put on your phone. We'd be like, holy crap. You remember that time that Browns player killed that, Murdered that quarterback? The, yeah. the rivalry is back because <laughs> they hate us because we killed their quarterback, <laughs> you know, like, Legit. And, I, and, and you know, like we joke about it and everything, but like that situation could have been very different yeah. it could have been a lot and i think it says miles garrett's even said you know like hey i learned a lot from that situation probably shouldn't I, have assaulted that guy yeah, with a deadly weapon yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was i mean he's lucky that my, mason rudolph didn't like press criminal charges turns out there's evidence yeah video <laughs> it was on, yeah it was on camera a lot of different replay yeah. angles of that one yeah so no to me i think they leaked that they were pushing for the year because, again, they were pushing him to settle. I think so, too. I, and I agree with everything you said. They don't, want, they don't want to suspend him for the year because that's not good for their ratings. Correct. It's not good for TV. It's not good for the money. And I do think that it's probably going to be somewhere in that six to eight, and then they'll appeal down to four to six, and, and we're ready to roll. Yep. That, that's the way I, I look at it. Let's play ball. I know, like, everybody who's not a Browns fan out there, yeah. or if they're a Baker fan, they're going to be screaming, you guys are crazy. Big Ben got three games per <laughs> accusation. Deshaun's going to be suspended until 2040. Guys, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. We'll see him playing this year. 
Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets, no matter what. Win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So that brings us to the next topic, the next big news of the week. Uh, it was being reported that the Haslam's were looking to build a new stadium in Cleveland. They were looking at two new sites. Well, then it turns out they're not looking at building a new stadium. They're looking at doing some big time renovations to first energy stadium and to the Lake Erie shoreline. So basically, I guess my question for you guys is what do you want to see done to the stadium? And what do you want to see done to the, to the surrounding area? Okay. So I think, if based off the article that I read, they want to basically turn that stadium into a year long entertainment center. Correct. Yeah. I know that they said they wanted to build I, the rumor was a billion dollar stadium. They wanted it to be somewhere that they could have concerts, entertainment, you know, year long. I mean, that makes sense. Why would, why wouldn't you want that? And did they, did they for sure say that that's not out? Cause I saw the guy that wrote the article even said he wouldn't be surprised if like by 2028, they weren't like breaking ground on, a new stadium now well they came out and said they're just doing research and yeah that's i read done, that too yeah it should be done by 2023 like the research for this Correct. thing no i mean they could say whatever they want right you know and then still try to go build a new stadium right i think i think at the end of the day i think the big thing that like cleveland is going to push back on as far as the people that are in the city is they're saying that the, the people of Cleveland are basically going to have to pay a, a big portion of that. That's just and basically how it is all the time. I know. I know. So here's my thing. If you're going to do it, I mean, let's do it. Let's, I would love to have a new stadium. Like, don't get me wrong. Like if we're going to renovate first energy stadiums, nice. Don't get me wrong. It's, I, a, nice it's a nice stadium. Um, is it's not it that old? No, no. In 1999, it was built. I, mean, I think, I think it's a great looking stadium. Yes. In a, a night game, you're walking it's and you perfect. look across, it's lit up on the lake. It's enough to make a grown man cry. Yeah. But, the functionality of it is terrible. That's fair. I would, so as a, a season ticket holder, here's my two things that I would love to have. <laughs> I would love to have just a little bit more bathrooms. I'm not going to lie. If I decide that I'm going to drink at the game, it uh, is a good chance I'm going to miss like a whole quarter taking a piss. That is just a real, <laughs> real statement. It kind of, there's times where I don't even want to drink because I'm like, I don't want to miss any of the action. Yep. Um, my other thing too is I... I think the idea of having a retractable roof is kind of cool. I mean, I think don't get me wrong. I've been to like some of the crappiest games in the I was world. Say, you would know. Um, and don't get me wrong. I have lots of coats, so I'm fine and lots of hand warmers and stuff. But like, would it be nice to go up there and just be able to just wear a Jersey to the game, you know, with my coat and take it off at the game? Hell yeah. It would be cool. Yes. I mean, it'd be awesome. <laughs> Do I think that that is a possibility? Maybe. I don't know. It depends it depends on how true this article ends up being. I don't know if they ever put a roof on First Energy. You know what I mean? I like, don't know. I don't know the logistics. Right. 
Because it's built. It's, it's if you built. look at it, it's. I go. I don't know how we're going to pull that off. Now, if you think about, I mean, SoFi has a roof and in, it's open. <laughs> it's it's an open stadium Correct. with a roof, and so. But is there room to do that with the lake right, right. there? And it's in um, California too, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, the weather's a little uh, different. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I don't know what the logistics are about putting a roof on a building. I'm not an architect, right? You know, how would it look? Um, in that kind of stuff. Got to get a retractable roof though. I don't care if it's on First Energy Stadium or if you got to build a new stadium. It's got to happen because, uh, well, one, I'm tired of crap weather games that I don't care about, um, uh, field weather, home field weather conditions. How, how much has that happened to help the Browns in our career since we've come back? I mean, I feel like we're those games. It's like up in the air. We're either going to win 10 to six or we're going to lose 13 to seven to three or yeah, something. Yeah. Right. It right. sucks. I mean, the Browns are way under 500 since coming back. So how much? I, I'm not blaming that all on weather, bro. No, no, but I'm saying if. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. If the yeah. weather was such an advantage, right. that would not be the right. case. Okay, and two, it'd be nice if our new kicker got to kick in some better weather conditions. Um, like three, no wind. Yes, the biggest thing I want to see done with the stadium, and why I wish like they would build a new one, not because the parking. Is awful. Parking yes. is a nightmare. Parking and traffic. If you if it's a one o'clock game, you gotta be in Cleveland by like nine ten. Yep. Or or you're not getting to the game on time. They yeah, shut you're the- not getting out of Cleveland till five five or six five thirty. Oh yep. my god! Easy. I, I the last time I went to a game, I parked in the parking garage that everybody has to park in basically, yep. and I didn't move out of my spot for over an hour. Yeah, that's real. That's I I will say this: the COVID year when I had season tickets was some of the best. Uh, like Hawk just, just in and out. You could park wherever you wanted. I mean, there was literally like 12,000 12, people at the game. So I, I never really worried about having to go to the bathroom. You know, like I never had to worry about finding good parking. And I got a hookup too. They sold me their uh, parking pass too. For, and it was right on the water. It was it just, best yeah. I mean, unless you have one of those parking passes, the closest parking's a jaunt. Yeah. It's not unless cl- you park. I park across the street. I'm probably giving away hidden secrets, but I park <laughs> across the street. You know, there's that little, like, I guess it would be just that park or whatever up on top, right? Where a yeah. lot of people tailgate. Yeah. I park right there. As long as you get in there by six nine, hours before the 10, game, you, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not bad. It's, I think it's 25 bucks and it's, I mean, it's literally a 10 minute walk to the stadium. So that I'll give you guys my secrets on that. Um, now, like if you show up at eleven thirty, they shut down that main road up to uh, yeah. They sh- they start shutting streets down yeah, up to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you're done. You will not even get close to the stadium. You'll end up parking, uh, you know, at Progressive Field or well, whatever they're calling it now. And they start shutting streets down. So if you don't, basically if you want to get into Cleveland, be able to get to your parking garage, you have to get there at nine in the morning because it's starting at like ten. They start shutting streets down from like right. up by progressive field getting closer to so then you have to go to the stadium on like al learner way or whatever yeah. and it's backed up for 10 miles and you have to drive right by it yeah. <laughs> you have to drive by you're like that's where i want to go and you yep. just you have to and keep then, going because the cops are like nope no 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 and you'll sit in that traffic line for three hours it, it's just it's crazy i would like to see them this might sound I'd like to see them move it out of like the main part of Cleveland. Well, they were talking about even moving it to where the post office is. I don't which, know what. Um, so it's not as. I mean, I don't think you'd be as condensed in, and then they would build a like a pretty decent sized parking area and parking yeah. garage and all that. But it would be sweet. What if they did like a stadium? <laughs> People are gonna freak out. But what if they build in like Parma? <laughs> like I was like Independence. Yeah, I think or that'd be sweet. Or even 
you know, I don't know, like... I mean, Independence is like two exits up from uh, yeah. the main part of Cleveland. It's... I mean, I would... If it meant... I don't... I love the experience of, like, walking up the ramp in the water, you know, like, you get yeah. to look, and I love that. And especially, like, before week six. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> I, and it's a great experience. I It's... Like, one of my favorite experiences as a sporting fan, like, you can go to Cleveland, go to the, you know, baseball game, and it's awesome, but, like, there's something about, like, going up the ramp and the wind's blowing, and, you know, you see people getting hammered on the boats and everything, and, you know, I think I would be upset about it moving off the lake, but also, if there was a new experience that came with it, I would be okay with it, like a billion-dollar stadium. Yeah, I I think the the stadium has a lot to do with also being attractive to, like, the free agent market and players wanting to actually play in your your city. I mean... If you think about like Lambeau Field, okay, obviously that weather sucks. It's going to be really cold there, but there's tradition there. So players are attracted to that, the tradition, the Lambeau, you know, all that kind of stuff. There's no tradition like that with First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. No. So who cares? Jump in the dog pound and that's about it. But you can have the dog pound inside. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I I saw, and I thought it was a good point. Where's a lot of the best talent in the country? Down south. Oh. I mean, we almost lost out on Deshaun because he didn't want to play in the cold weather. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. You know what I mean? So if you're, if you're, and that might also be pushing some of this yeah, motivation so, to do this is, mm-hmm. hey, we got this guy, but we almost did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so if you're trying to get like the top end talent, obviously, you know, we got like the Buckeyes up here, but a lot of it's from down south mm-hmm. and they don't like the snow and they don't like the cold. They want to play where it's warm and they want to play in a dome. Yep. So, uh, I just think, I think it's got to happen. I, to me, it's almost crazy that they, they built one in 99 or whatever and didn't put one on it. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. That is. I mean, it's I guess 20. the league was different back then. You were running the ball more. The, mm-hmm. the the NFL is so different now. I want to see two teams lined up, and I want to see them at their best playing each other. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to watch them slipping and falling, trying to run through. That's eight why inches every of snow. college football playoff game is played in a dome. Yeah. Now, to add to this though, if you do do the dome, I think you have to go retractable roof though on oh, it. Oh, for sure. I want grass though, man. Oh, I want. I want. I don't want the turf, and I don't want to see torn ACLs and I, I don't know if there's I, to me that I feel like there's a link there you know what I mean no like, you can well here's the thing you you can do which I would do just roll out the, better the but grass you can do grass in a dome <laughs> yeah you can still do it they just go buy grass and roll it out roll, yeah have you <laughs> seen them do that where they just literally just yeah they pull it straight out of like four tractors and then it's just on yeah. the field so I, Arizona does 100% that. and I don't know if you guys have ever paid attention the Browns' field conditions by the end of the year, they can suck. Oh, yeah. Because the, the field Because the weather can The weather sucks, sucks, and then you're playing it in mud, and you're ripping up the middle of the field. You put a retractable roof on it, and you have it closed in the wintertime. It's not getting wet and stuff like that. All of a sudden, your field conditions end of the year are still good. Yeah, and I, I, why wouldn't you just want to give your franchise every advantage you can get? Mm-hmm. Yes. The weather's you know, not an advantage. No, it is a disadvantage for everybody. <laughs> just because it's your home town i mean that's muddy for you too yeah it's, it's cold for you too it's not like it's only windy when they have the ball yeah exactly yeah so uh, it's well, raining it's raining on everybody yeah which is really funny because i said that they should put a, a dome in cleveland i think it was last year and people i'm pretty sure i argued with very you. mad at me for saying that i think it was like a tradition thing it was like a tradition <laughs> thing like and i still see people like even when they talked about it they were like the AFC North is, you know, like hard nosed, like, you know, this is what it is. And we have Nick Chubb and we can dominate on the ground. And I'm like, well, Nick Chubb will still be very good <laughs> in good conditions. Yeah, when it's, it's dry. It's okay. But I get like the argument, but like if I I think it would be so appealing. And then think about how cool it would be if 
10 years down the road, we host a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it gives like you that opportunity, like Cleveland, don't, don't get me wrong. When I say is, is Cleveland nightlife the same as Miami or Las Vegas, you know, no, Las we Vegas just hosted or LA. The NBA all-star game. Yeah. And by all accounts, like Cleveland was, and so was the baseball, uh, when they did the all-star game, yeah. I heard it. And that was during what COVID or was that year after maybe the, I was right I around the same time. I've been the year before. Yeah. But so, I, I still, I think it was, but that's my thing is like, that would be great for the city. The, the city of Cleveland need something other than LeBron James to energize the economy, like sports wise. And like Browns are going to sell out regardless. I mean, they've been selling out with garbage teams for the last 23 years. Well, and if they build a new stadium, you know, like in, I know paying more taxes definitely sucks. And, and I, I, w- I don't know the, the, how much the taxes would go up for these people. And it's easy for me to say, just pay it. Cause I don't live there. Right. But at the same time, you have to realize how much if you build a stadium that can be used all year round and you got a stadium that's attracting the best talent and your team's winning and you're hosting, you know, 60 concerts a year and all this stuff, mm-hmm. the economy of Cleveland is better. Mm-hmm. And then, therefore, your life is better. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it, it goes it goes both ways. I think their big argument is, man, our school system sucks, so how are we going to put a billion-dollar you know, stadium in Cleveland when we can't even give proper education? That's a different argument, though. That is not for this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a different podcast. So let us know what you guys think. Again, I know this time last year when I said get a dome or roof, people did not like it. And then fast forward a year, the Browns, were ha- they must have listened. They liked my idea. They listen to our show all the time, man. They're always <laughs> Joe Thomas does at least. Yeah. He yep. steals all the ideas. Yep. All right, Browns fans, just going to take a quick break in the action, and I want to talk to all of the grilling guys out there and ladies because, let's let's face it, ladies like to grill too. Grilling is awesome, but it's only awesome when you're grilling awesome food, and that means Omaha Steaks. There's nothing better than Omaha Steaks. I've been doing these things for a couple years now, and it's not just steaks. It's all the food they have to offer. Everything is absolutely delicious. And they have some of the best deals you can imagine. Right now, the All-American Assortment is on sale. It's normally about 280 some bucks on sale right now for $130. With our promo code, go to omahasteaks.com, type in dogs, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar, go to the Dogs Podcast landing page, access yourself this awesome deal for the All-American Assortment. You're going to get four butchers cut filet mignons, four boneless pork chops. You're going to get air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, jumbo franks. You're going to get the caramel apple tartlets. You get the seasoning with everything. And then if you order the All-American Assortment using our code DAWGS into the search bar, you're going to get eight Omaha steak burgers for free. That's almost a $30 value. And the steak burgers aren't like normal burgers, guys. These things are steak burgers. They're freaking delicious. So get yourself on to omahasteaks.com right now. Go to the search bar at the top, D-A-W-G-S. Go to the Dogs Podcast landing page. Get yourself the All-American Assortment right now. Great deal, great steaks, great food. And it's just it just makes grilling so much better. So that this brings us to some lighter news. This came out, I think, today. Uh, wide receiver in the division, Chase Claypool, on the, the We Are Athlete podcast or something, I think that's what it's called, comes out and says he knows. Let me let me read the direct quote. I want to make sure I yeah, get, get it get that right. right. I don't want to. I think it's I Am Athlete, isn't it? I have no uh, idea. I Am I didn't Athlete watch podcast, it. and he said, I know for a fact I'm not like the rest of these guys in the NFL. Well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm a top three receiver. In the in league, all, correct? Is in that the league. In and all league? I, the, my first thought was, did he mean on the Steelers? I don't even think he's the. I don't even think he's the top receiver on the Steelers. And then to make the argument, 
I think I don't even think he's a top three receiver in the AFC North. No, he's definitely not. I I mean, for There's, me, Jamar Chase, you could put him all day over him easy. I think Amari Cooper is over him definitely easy. Uh, help me out here. I'm oh, uh, T hey, Higgins is T Higgins. T Higgins, correct. Well, the, um, the tweet I saw, you know, had his quote saying, "I'm a top three receiver," and said he's absolutely correct. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Chase Claypool, right. <laughs> number three. <laughs> right. Like yeah. you said, there's no there's no way he in. This guy's delusional, man. He and I think he has all the tools. Oh, that man, he could he's be he's such super, talent. Hit the talent. He could be there, and yeah, exactly like his build is four. crazy. Oh my gosh, yeah, he could be a monster in the league. He really correct. Could be. Uh, he won't be. For his career, let's see. He had last year. He had eight hundred and sixty yards and two touchdowns. It was a pretty big fall from his rookie year and then his rookie year he had 873 <laughs> yards and he had nine touchdowns now some of the i think he had a, a lot had of rushing two, two or three rushing yeah so he was over 10 um but it's like hey guy man you ain't that guy what's that mean what's that uh like that tiktok or whatever where he's like you ain't that you're not that guy you're not that Ooh. guy bro That's i don't know I don't, I don't there you go yeah i was gonna say I don't you don't tiktok t- you run our tiktok page i don't tiktok but i don't my wife i don't TikToks, browse I ask tiktok her. Yeah. i browse a lot of t- a lot of talks um <laughs> here's so my so i guess i'll make an argument for him i don't think that he's a top three receiver in the league now will i make the argument that his quarterback play the last two seasons after what week, what 10 of like that first season with Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger has not been able to throw the ball. He hasn't the, and then, you know, you have Mason Rudolph stepping in here, duck Hodges stepping in. So I'm not saying that Mitch Trubisky can revitalize or make him a top three receiver, but I think that if he had a better quarterback, like let's say, a top three quarterback like a Mahomes or a Rogers, Rogers, you know, I think that, or a Josh Allen, I think that he would be in the argument of a top 15 receiver or something like that, you know, but I just, for him to say he's a top three receiver, bro, you gotta, you gotta put some, some numbers with that and some stats with that. And maybe like, quit talking. Yeah. Quit TikToking. <laughs> TikToking. Like um, so I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm on PFF right now and I'm looking for it top receivers for this season okay and so far i'm down to tier three and he has not shown up yet and he probably isn't going to i'm on tier four not there tier five i haven't seen his name i'm on that too literally he's not he's not even listed yeah i can't find him anywhere on pff so here's the elite guys and i okay tell me without even looking at this list if you're already looking at who do you think the top three receivers in the league are? i'll hit him Devontae adams yep cooper cup and then for me, I think that there's a couple guys that you could throw in the mix. If DeAndre Hopkins doesn't get suspended, I think you could throw him in there because he's a stud. Mm-hmm. And then there's two guys that I think are up and coming, but they have to do a little bit more. I think you could say Justin Jefferson could definitely be close to that top three yeah. discussion. And then I think if Jamar Chase has another huge year, his name elevates way up that list. I think Tyreek Hill needs to be on Tyreek Hill. Yes, yeah. I we forgot Tyreek Hill. It might be. Yeah. It's just, it'll be interesting to see how it works with Tua. But, Correct. I mean, he's a heck of a receiver, though. I would say if, if he's still with Kansas City, you go Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, and then Tyreek Hill, and it's that's it. You're, there's your three. You guys are forgetting a big guy who I thought of at number three before DeAndre Hopkins. Diggs? Diggs. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I, was, I just pulled up a fantasy app just to see where he was ranked projection-wise. I'm gonna. In, can I take receiver. a guess? Yeah. Take is, a, uh, I'm gonna say 
mm, 42. Oh, you're pretty close. 38. Wow. 38. That's pretty, that is a hell of a guess. He's only two spots ahead of rookie Drake London, who has Marcus Mariota thrown in the ball. So that's what fantasy thinks of yeah. Chase Claypool. I mean, Odell Beckham's 21 here. He's he's not even going to play. Not even going to play. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm going back through this list just to see if I missed him because I can't even believe that he's not even on, on here. I mean, t- tier five is up and comers. He's not even in the up and comer list. Uh, and tier four is uh, maybe not elite, but high quality pass catchers. What are some of the names on there? Amari Cooper, Tyler Lockett, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks, Hunter Renfro, Tyler Boyd, uh, Cortland Sutton. I would take all those guys. Let me see. What's tier three called? Tier three. Amari Cooper would be a a little higher than that tier. You would think so, but. Tier three is former tier one veterans eyeing a bounce back, getting healthy. And tier two is young talents on the cusp of tier one. So here's what. If we think Amari Cooper's a little low, tell, here's the people in, in Tier 2 and see if you think there's anybody he should take his spot. Debo Samuel, A.J. Yeah. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, Terry McLaurin. No. I think he would take C.D. Lamb's Are we spot. saying Amari Cooper? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying no. Chase Cable was No. I, I could see him taking C.D. Lamb's spot, and I could see him taking D.K. Metcalf's spot. Metcalf, I think... Is going to have a down year because the quarterback play is not there. I think C.D. Lamb might have a pretty decent year because he's going to take over number one. My reasoning for for this for saying Amari could take should could be on the spot instead of him. They were literally just on the same team, and Amari mm-hmm. Cooper was the one. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. a good argument. And that's fair. <laughs> you know I mean? uh, no, so that's fair. if if C.D. was better than Amari, then he would have been the one. But they can in tier two was what. Young talent on the tier tier cusp was of one. young talents on the cusp of tier one. Yeah. I guess Amari, I guess wouldn't be considered young because he's is it, what is he twenty six somewhere ish. in there. Um, but so Amari, and then like I said, tier three was uh, veterans. So and he was he's not coming off an injury. So tier four maybe not a lead, but high quality pass catchers. That's a, probably a good way to yeah. describe Amari. Now that I understand the the tiers a little mm. better, I, but I agree. I just think I mean I just and it just goes to show. I mean Chase Claypool is delusional he'd been hanging out with juju smith schuster too often yeah well i and, and that's and that's another receiver that won't be on the steelers much longer chase claypool yeah. no yeah. he he announced his replacement yeah it's a draft they're yeah. like hey man we want you to go out there and draft this wide receiver for us yeah um <laughs> he i mean just the game last year he he's he's a head case so i mean their clock's running down and he celebrates yeah. Instead of giving the ball to the official, then time runs out. Yep, I remember that. I mean, that's just classic. He's talking in the press conference about, well, if we want to be better, Coach Tomlin should let us play music at practice. Bro, this guy hasn't had a losing season ever. <laughs> yeah. You, why don't you get the ball to the ref and, and keep playing? Yeah, like quickly. you're going to tell Mike Tomlin he needs to play music? I mean – Mike Tomlin don't play around with stuff like that. No, I mean, he has, he has had legit elite talent, and he has been like, I don't need your guys' crap. It, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. Chase Claypool just reminds me of, I, I don't want to sound like a boomer here, but he's just like what a lot of the younger generation is like. I just agree. Like this TikTok, I'm going to dance. I'm only here so I can try to get more likes. It's it's very narcissistic. It's very, it's all about me and I'm the center of everything. I mean, he's a wide receiver, bro. <laughs> They're kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't seem like like football. If you told him, hey, you could win this football game or you could hit a million followers, he'd be like, oh, give me the million followers. Yeah, and you know, you say that about wide receivers, but that's like 
that's like really, really good wide receivers that get that that's like fair. prima donna. Not like, ones who fair. can't even make the PFF like yeah. top fifty list. Never yeah. had. A, you know, he's <laughs> been under a thousand yards both seasons. He's yep. not the number one on his team. Like kid, just calm her down. And his his numbers as far as rankings is like in the league last year. 29th for targets, 37th for receptions, 31st for receiving yards. So it's not like, and I, like I said, Roethlisberger wasn't good. No. So maybe, maybe in a different, with a different quarterback that improves. We're, we'll see. We will We're, see. And, and I, I, I think he's got tons of a potential. Oh, absolutely. I just don't know if he'll ever tap into it. Cause I just don't know if he's, his brain. He's got to get out of his own way. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, but we just wanted to poke fun at him a little bit. I'm sure we'll get some some fun comments on YouTube for that. Yeah, Steelers suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, then the last thing we want to talk about here, Josh sent this little list. It was a, it's a list of Browns' potential trade targets this year who are on other teams in the last year of their deal. Right, so they'll be free agents after this season. Correct. So teams so, that might be looking to offload. Get some, yeah, offload, maybe get something in return. So let me pull this list back up, and and we don't have to go through the whole list. The um, I guess that I just there are a couple names that grabbed say. my eye. For me, the biggest one, um, was Irv Smith. That, okay. So that was one of mine. That one popped off for two. me too. Okay. So it says here. Let me get to him out. I know who Josh Josh likes off this. Oh, list. shut up! Actually, right. we'll get to. Oh, him. I, I know. Who, nah. I know who Josh likes. But uh, so Smith didn't play terribly his first two seasons uh, in the league at a tough position to adjust to 66 catches 676 yards and seven touchdowns um we're fine just maybe not what they're looking for in a second round pick he missed all of last year due to 2021 but he would have familiar familiarity with kevin stefanski mm-hmm. and i i mean i've been on the record on this show a lot lately is we need another tight end yep, we I need tight end, tight end i've yep. always liked irv smith when he came in the league i i just i think he's got a lot of talent i think he's a I think he's a good tight end. And I think you could get him on the cheap. He's he's young, so he's still developing. I think he could grow into a really good tight end for us. Agreed. I, I think we could get him on. They're probably not completely sold on him because of, you know, his production wasn't all world, and then he missed all of last year on an injury. I, yep. Like, I think that would be somebody we should we could target if we don't go after one of these free agent guys. Tight end, to me, is the biggest need on the Browns. I'll I'll hit my other one uh, real quick, Josh, and then I'll let you tell talk about your favorite player uh, here in a second. But the guy that I saw on here that I was kind of excited about was uh, Marvin Jones. Like, I, I knew that's who you were going to say. Yeah. Like, just nice veteran. Like, to me, I think the Browns could be in a good place as far as wide receiver, but I'm also on the record saying if we have, like, any injuries at wide receiver, I think we are – it's kind of bad. Like, our depth chart gets very, very small very quickly. So, um, I, I – to me, I love that. Uh, if we could bring him in, a veteran leader, um, somebody that could take some pressure off of Amari Cooper as far as if he's getting doubled, that guy, Marvin Jones is still a stud, and he's getting older, and he's still productive, extremely productive. He's kind of, I use the word, like, crafty. Yes, and he's great hands. Like, mm-hmm. I can't tell you, his highlights, some of them are just one hand, tiptoeing, end zone catches. He's he's a stud. I think if tight ends are biggest need, wide receivers right up there yeah. with it. Yep, and D-tackle. defensive tackle. And there are yep. some D tackles on here that I, I want to mention, but let's not let's not skip over your go ahead. We gave you the, the platform. We gave you the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So the wide receiver that I would have my eye on is not actually Nikhil Harry. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, right, bro. Yeah, you got a Where's Jarrett Stidham at? He wasn't even on this list. 
All right, all right. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm ready to go with Nikhil Harry's a bust, but I do like Nelson Aguilar. Okay. I okay. think that he okay. could add a dimension to our wide receiving core that may not exactly be filled yet. Mm-hmm. I think that he could be a good speedster that can get down the field kind of a little bit I don't know what if I want to say, a little faster than Donovan Peoples Jones, a little more field stretcher than like Amari Cooper. But he, he's kind of like he's reliable in a you don't need him all the time kind of way. Yeah. He kind of broke out for the yeah, Raiders yeah. big yeah. time. Yep. I mean, I think he had a couple rough seasons with Philly. Yep. Correct. His career did not start catch. out well. Yeah. And then he went, and I feel like that second half of the season for the Raiders, I could be wrong on that, but he just kind of exploded. And yeah. He became like that second guy, uh, you know, as far on the depth chart for uh, Derek Carr. No, I like I like that. I mean, if and especially if you can bring him in on a decent deal where he's just. And if David Bell is going to somehow take over this number two role, which is kind of what we're hearing out of the camp and stuff, and I mean, reports on him are pretty high. Yeah, really high. Yeah. So, I mean, adding a, a veteran like Aguilar as a good depth piece could really help. Yeah. What about Darius Slayton? I wouldn't hate Darius Slayton. I Neither. don't think he's. I mean, his Real, rookie year was he had eight touchdowns, seven hundred forty yards. Yeah, he started out pretty hot. I think he's kind of tapered off, but he's got a quarterback problem too, mm-hmm. and so, a coaching problem, a yeah, lot of coaching problem. problem. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, he's got I mean? a New York Giants problem. He's yeah. one of these guys that could possibly just need a change of scenery. Yeah, not like Nikhil Harry. No, and and this, <laughs> this dude ran a four three nine six one ran a four three nine. Um, he's he, shown the production on the field that he can do it. Yeah, I mean, if you'd had two years like that, according to Chase Claypool, he'd be the number two receiver in the league. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, there's some interesting people to look at. Who do you guys think the biggest need is? Let us know in the comments. Again, I think tight end and receiver. You're looking at an injury to Njoku, and all of a sudden your tight end room is bare. And you're looking at a t- an injury to Amari Cooper, and your wide receiver room is in trouble. Is bare. Yeah. yeah, I kind of like uh, Bradley Roby, the cornerback. Uh, yeah. Just because oh, Ohio State he's an Ohio State yeah. guy, um, and, and he doesn't have to be your top corner. He's yeah, a depth He's bounced coach, around a little great. bit, man. He, crazy. he won a Super Bowl, right? He was on the Broncos, the Broncos when their defense was I think he might good. have been. Um, I was a, Carolina. I love Bradley Roby when he was in college. Yeah, he was really good. He was awesome. Um, but no, it, go look at that the, the tight end depth chart, and it, it should scare you a little bit. I mean, if it, and the thing is, is Njoku misses, he's missed some games in his career. Well, he's not going to, I don't think he plays every game. No, in it just doesn't. So happen. now you roll in with Harrison Bryant and then the basketball player, it, it, it too, it's, it's not good. And then David Bell might, if he ascends to be the number two guy, if Amari Cooper goes out, David Bell doesn't, he's not going to be your number one. That's not like his thing. No, we tried to roll with DPJ as a number one last year. I mean, that's not his thing either. No, so I think we're real thin there. Very thin. And like That's you fair. said, Justin, Aguilar really stepped up for Derek Carr. I mean, he, yeah. at times he played like the one. Yeah. If he can hang on to the ball, he's good. The His problem in Philly is, I mean, couldn't catch a cold. Right. He was maybe Greg was, Little. Maybe it was the weather. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or the, or the, maybe he didn't like Carson Wentz. That's fair. Uh, I don't think anybody does. So... um but yeah, those are some some people to keep an eye on. Let us know what you guys think the biggest needs are. I know some people out here are trying to tell me the wide receiver room is fine. We don't need anybody. I'm like putting it. a lot of faith in Anthony Schwartz and DPJ and a rookie to to really have big years. Yep, and Amari Cooper to stay healthy all season. Yep. Yeah. So and, and you, you we're going to need some talent around Jacoby Brissett if Deshaun is suspended for any length of time. Like yeah. he's not going to be good enough to 
to be the guy who carries us to wins. Right, and there's no guarantee the whole team comes out of the preseason healthy. Correct. We might start mm. with DPJ as our number one, you know, yeah. God so, forbid. Well, we're thin at some spots still. I, I don't, I'm not convinced the Browns are 100% happy. I'm a, it's a little weird that they haven't made any moves, especially with, like, these camps. You'd think you'd want to get people in, but I just, there's no way they're pumped that their third tight end right now was a basketball player six months ago. Yeah, I mean, and with training camp not happening till you know later next month, I, I don't know. I, I there's time for Andrew Barry to bring in some veterans who oh, yeah. you don't need them in Absolutely. here for these OTAs and you know mini camps yep. and stuff. You don't need the the veterans for that kind of stuff. Yep. Just get them in here for the team and get them acclimated and ready to roll for the season. Yep. So, well, we'll go ahead and wrap things up. Let us know who you guys think the biggest needs are. Let us know how crazy you think Chase Claypool is. Uh, let us know if you think the Browns need to build a new stadium, add a roof. What are your guys' thoughts there? Uh, and then let us know what you guys think about Deshaun. I'm sure you guys will. 20 of the 24 civil cases have been settled. So let us know what you guys think about all that. If you're looking for more uh, this content, jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member. We're about to jump over there and do an After Hours episode. Uh, we got a lot of fun on those episodes. Last week we just talked about bad haircuts and tipping, and it was fun. People seem to enjoy it. So <laughs> if that's kind of your your jive, jump in over there. It's a ton of fun for everybody. Um, and if we don't if we see you there, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.